and the tequila really took over and I went straight for the mouth. Captain Casamigos just yep. took control. I literally just texted him, you look really hot, like out of nowhere. And we ended up in a, in a garage. Was it the garage of the house that the party was in? At least? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> It's really so. a sweaty, gross day in New York today. Yeah, um, are we that rolling? That was a rude awakening. We are Coming rolling. back to that. Girls! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Match Made in Manhattan with Katie, Colby, and Adam. Girls, how are we doing? How are we doing, Colby? I think you should start. I'm exhausted. <laughs> We're literally all just sitting here complaining before we even starting recording about one, how hot we are, two, how tired we are. <laughs> I am so tired. I haven't behaved how I did this weekend since I was like a senior in college, I don't think. The people need a rundown of your weekend. I don't know if they do. They do. Oh, they do. <laughs> no, not, I'm not prepared. I'm going to dig it out of you with a shovel. No, I'm not prepared for that yet. On this podcast, we do not force people to talk about anything they don't want to talk about. Right. But it would be fun <laughs> if they did. <laughs> Kobe, give us a rundown of the like this My whole day. thing today. Yeah, yeah. Just start from start from step My one. My alarm went off at four thirty in the morning. My mom made me a water bottle, not even a coffee. That's she, she I made love you her. a water bottle. <laughs> yes, she filled up my plastic essential bottle that. Um, <laughs> I had on the table. Then she drove me to the Amtrak. I got on the Amtrak at approximately 5.45 a.m. Got to Penn Station at 9.40 this morning. Did you sleep on the train or? I think I did like a little nod off like one time. But then I started working at like 8.30 because I like finally had woken up. Then I got to my apartment, worked from home all day. I actually had to like swindle my way into seeing this apartment that I just went to go see that I am applying for once we finish recording. But basically, I had been in contact with the leasing department directly from the day that we went in there. Yeah. And they sent me units and I had an an appointment to go see one of them last week. And I got there like 15 minutes late because I was on a call and I walked there because I still think that was the fastest way that I could have gotten there. Yeah. And also it like was for, on foot to give the people context, like Colby and I were both looking for apartments, right. Colby a little bit more seriously and me kind of just wanting to like look around to see what's out there. We went into this building a few weeks ago. That's like a super nice building in Tribeca to check out the apartments and they didn't let us see it. And so they told you to come back a few weeks later to see an apartment, right? Yeah. So then there was finally one available she was like we'll have to postpone so we did and then yesterday she emailed me saying the unit was rented so she had to cancel my showing i saw on another website rent hop that a realtor had posted a unit and i was like that is in that complex because i recognized it so i reached out to her she said that she was going to charge a broker fee and I was like, oh, well, I was in touch with the leasing department and there was no broker fee associated with the unit. And then she like stopped replying to me. And then I was like, <laughs> Yeah, bro- brokers are so shady. Yeah. Well, so I was like, 
hi, I just wanted to check in and see if I can see the unit tomorrow. And she was like, sorry, it's been rented. My roommate reached out to her and she was like, are you available to come tomorrow? So I just went there and I pretended to be freely. And <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. But we're applying for it anyway. Not through a broker, though, through the leasing no, office, right? through the broker. Oh, through the broker. Yeah. It's only oh. one month's fee. Okay, instead that's... of fifteen percent, because then I also reached out to the leasing department again, and I sent them the link to that unit that she had posted, and I think that's what f- fucked me over. Yeah, because I think maybe they reached out to her or something. That's and, so drama, yeah. like yeah. of her to be. No, and then we, I like was standing in the lobby, and she walked in, and she was like, "Hi," and shook my hand, and like brought me into the elevator. Like I think it's like maybe I don't know if they're supposed to be using brokers or not. I mean, obviously it has to be fine. Well, so like I've reached out to a I couple of buildings in Tribeca as well, and there's two avenues to go through something. It's the Street Easy listing, and usually the Street Easy listing is done by a broker, so a broker will list it on Street Easy. But if you go directly through the leasing office, then you don't need to go through a broker. Like you're doing it just directly through the leasing office, so they won't charge oh. you a broker fee. But like, because the person who pay, pays the broker a fee is like whoever fills the apartment. So if the broker is filling the apartment with you, then you're paying them a broker fee. But if the building can fill the apartment themselves, then there doesn't need to be a middleman doing the transaction. So nobody has to pay a broker fee. That kind of makes sense. Okay. But it doesn't make sense to me why she has access to this listing and the building told me that there was yeah. nothing available. That she, part I don't understand. She told me that it was because they only show it when it's actually available. And she said that it would be like two weeks before this became available because they'll do the fresh coat of paint and clean it and everything. Oh, interesting. I don't know. Like the, there is like a disconnect of my understanding on, I don't know why there is a broker in some scenarios, right? Like why is there even a broker if you can go directly through the leasing office? I guess it's just another avenue for the apartment building to fill the apartment is by giving it to a broker who then can also market it on street easy and stuff like that. Right. But also like for context for the listeners, New York apartment hunting right now is psychotic. Feral. And if you don't live in a rent control building, which like luckily I do, then you're <laughs> which I do so not to flex. Don't but worry about <laughs> five in a neighborhood. Oh, shut up. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you don't live in a rent control building, then you're getting like a 50 percent rent hike. I'm being yeah. dramatic. It's it's more like thirty percent, but that's still like a super high percentage. That's like if you're going from spending yeah. like a thousand dollars on rent to thirteen hundred all of a sudden. Like it's like a massive increase. For My you. apartment that I currently live in, we have been on a COVID deal still, so we're very lucky i guess in a sense but i think our grosser net effective rent was like 65 something mm-hmm. and it just rented it's in contract right now for 89.95 oh my gosh that is crazy <gasps> your apartment in east village yes that- i just got full body chills no, over that like we have each been paying like around 1600 dollars for the past 2 years which is amazing because we got the COVID deal, but now each person is going to be paying twenty two fifty. Wow, and I'm not saying your apartment isn't worth that. Because, it's not, but like it isn't. Wor- <laughs> not to be mean, but it's not worth it's that. It's not. That's a thirty seven percent increase. Yeah, in rent. Adam just whipped out his calculator. I whipped out my calculator actually, real quick. <laughs> it's actually nuts. Wow. That's yeah, that's crazy. crazy. So like. If you want to move to the city, just be aware it's so cutthroat to get an apartment. And all the apartments that come on that are in a rent-controlled building are like the ones where people are waiting hours in line for on a Saturday random open house. Our fallback is like 
living in a storage unit. <laughs> like, so bad. I'm gonna live on Katie's couch. Yeah, I need to, like, heavily gua sha my face, though, on that topic of me I need squinting. to buy gua sha. My and face an ice roller. is so swollen after the amount of alcohol and, like, disgusting barbecue food that I ate all weekend. I don't have a, a gua sha either or an ice roller, which is kind of surprising. I'm, wait, Katie, I'm very right? surprised you don't have that, yeah. So I used to have one in L.A., but... I left those behind. I left a I lot of things behind. I need an ice roller. <laughs> yeah. I want the skinny confidential one. Me too. What's so special about it? I mean, everyone has it. I, I'm so influenced. Me oh. too. It's pink. It's pretty. It's a fat ice roller. Like it's a. You've definitely seen it it's before. It's a big daddy ice roller. It's an industrial sized ice roller. Like okay. you're getting like a lot of face in there, you know? Okay. It kind of reminds me of the one that Shay always yeah. used to use, but it's pink. <laughs> yeah. And um, I just, I trust her. Me Lauren, too. Lauren Bostick. I trust Oh That's God, her name, it's probably right? marked yeah. up like I need to get it. Well, I think I'm gonna order one when I go home tonight. Yeah, I think it's it's worth it because it's not like you're gonna like get rid of it. Like I'm gonna order mine from China though because I'm not interested in paying eighty dollars <laughs> for an ice roller. <laughs> to wrap up the apartment conversation, like so, like how's it? Like we're good, right? Well, you're I gonna think apply? we should we should inform people of like what people need to do to even afford rent in the city. Like the what flex- do you mean? Like we're giving them tips on like how to make I think money? It's interesting. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. Like the flex situation. Like I think that's interesting. Oh, like comes to share. Yes, like what it is. Okay, that was a very vague entrance to the topic. I I'm know. Like, I thought you were like <laughs> get a job. Like how, <laughs> how to afford to live here. Um, get a sugar daddy. Get a sugar daddy. It's very hard. I mean, I mean, I'm down. Should we all like make seeking arrangements accounts? I'm good around the table. I'm good, but I'm I will. <laughs> I will say. I would say it's it's worth it. Like living here is worth it. But also sometimes I think like, is it worth it? Like I'm like, you know, I look at places. I just like. Oh my god, no! It is so worth it. Like it's definitely on Zillow. I'm looking at like homes, like literal homes. Okay, yeah, but we were in Annapolis <laughs> last weekend, and like I feel like whenever we're there, we're mm-hmm. like, okay, we need to go back to the city. Right. And I we, mean, were, I we guess. were talking about somebody asked if we were going to be in the city for forever. Remember, I forget who it was. It was when we were out in Baltimore. What did we say? We were like. We were like, I mean, at this point, our entire life is in the city. We were like, if we go anywhere, it'll be like a suburb outside of the city, like Connecticut or New York or like yeah. New Jersey or something. But like going back to Maryland, like that's kind of a pipe dream because our entire network is here. Our career is here. Our friends are here. Well, our family's in Maryland. Don't forget that. Yeah. Mom and dad. Yeah, roots. <laughs> our roots. But yeah, no, I, I don't remember that conversation. I had a lot of tequila. Well, Katie and I were stuck at a pregame for three hours because it was oh, legit hurricaning. I left an unopened bottle of tequila in my freezer. I got in the car and we were pulling up to the party and I was like, I forgot my alcohol. Okay, that's sad. I have to cleanse, I think, before next week. I'm cleansing myself as well. Well, like cleansing in the sense of not drinking heavily. I feel like our lives are about to get kind of crazy, though. Oh, Colby just spilled her water all over the place. No, I didn't. I didn't even spill a drop. (laughs) (laughs) Not even a drop. I I fumbled it, though. Yeah, our lives are about to get... Well, I hope so. <laughs> no, they are. They are. There's, I hope so. I have a lot of like, there's some fun things coming up. Our some, lives are going to get spicy. Some fun opportunities for new characters in my plot. You new have some characters new characters. Some new characters. Enter the chat. Oh, shut up. <laughs> oh, wait. Can I share something? Yeah, yeah, you can. Okay. Well, you can embellish because I don't feel like saying it. But um, I met this guy, 35-year-old EMT firefighter man from Maryland at a party, like a friend of our friend Jillian's boyfriend and okay something happened that I don't even know if you know about Adam what 
So, well, we had a magical night. You did? <laughs> really like him. I really inspired Katie with the 35-year-olds. Well, Adam, Adam told me to kiss him at the bar. We were so drunk, and I was like, Katie, literally go hook up with that hot man. It's like, life is a video game, and nothing matters. Like, just go make out with him. We he live in New York. literally said that verbatim. And, and I then go, Katie was like, you're right. And then she walks <laughs> over to him, and I'm like, wow, that didn't take much convincing at all. And the tequila really took over, and I went straight for the mouth. Captain Casamigos just... Yep took control yeah and he's like a full foot taller than me too so it was it took a little bit of a neck crane but yeah, he was hot wow he was hot good but muscles full foot taller that full, sounds nice. yeah that's like and I, a 35 year old i thought like checking yeah checking some boxes colby there. you need to hook up with a 35 year old now too okay but okay the detail that you don't know okay. that i need feedback on i need opinions so on monday night fourth of july night we came back early to the city so we were like here obviously yeah i didn't watch like any fireworks on july 4th i'd seen them the third and i was just like okay that's good i don't really need to see them again and i was busy i get a notification on my phone that the guy fought so we followed each other he tagged me in a story what? okay okay i know i don't think i was gonna save this authentic reaction for oh the podcast God. so he tags me in a story we're clearly not together i'm sitting on my couch eating dumplings watching sex in the city i look at my phone i'm like this must be a mistake it was a video of the fireworks in baltimore yeah and it said a weekend for the books in like the cursive cute font yeah at katie bilotti all in one what? line all in one line it wasn't an, it wasn't an accidental tag either like you know how like sometimes you can like yeah. act, like he might Wait, accident- did he leave it there for 24 hours he left it there for 24 hours oh yeah. That's really... And Jillian, our friend, so he's friends with Jillian's boyfriend, our friend yeah. from home. Jillian texted me. She goes, are you with him right now? Like, are you with 35-year-old guy right now? And I'm like, no. What do you think that means? Um, I think it means that he's obsessed with you. And <laughs> yeah. And he really... <laughs> he wanted people to know you were together. But we weren't together. That's the thing. Well, we had been. But... Yeah, so that's why I'm confused about the entire situation. A weekend for the books? Like, he's literally Did in love with you. Did you respond to it? I said, love to see it with the fireworks emoji. Oh, my God. Yeah. But it, are, we had texted during the day. Yeah. Like, we were still texting from when we met and hung out um, and hooked up. And we were texting about, like, the next time we were going to see each other. <laughs> I told him, apparently, I was really drunk. Okay. Is it, are you going to say what I think you're going to say about the train? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> This is crazy. <laughs> Drunk Katie was like, I'm in love. I'm going to do something crazy. I told him I was going to change my train so I could go to the Orioles game with him. Like, go like to the baseball game. Oh, my game God. He time. probably had such high hopes. Well, he no, was ready to propose at the Orioles the game morning, at that point. next morning, he drove me home, like, back to Jillian's apartment. Like, literally. Okay, which, that's, like, the bare minimum. Like, he needed to do no, that. No, no. I'm, I'm setting it up. We okay. were in the car. Setting the scene. Okay. Yeah. No, that is literally the bare minimum. If okay, good. Guys in New York had cars. Like, if they didn't drive me home, it it would be an issue. Like, come on, drive me home. I agree. But, like, you were also twenty minutes away. Like, if you made you call an Uber, we all would have been very angry. So, uh, yeah, I would have yes. been mad. Well, I didn't even have to yeah. ask him. He offered. Like, it was really nice. Yeah, that's good. Thirty five hits different. But he in the car was like, "So, uh, do you remember when you said that you're going to change your train?" I'm like, "Um, no." <laughs> Katie's like, I said and I'm that. Like, um, Katie was uh, like, yeah, but I don't, I didn't mean that. <laughs> That's not me. I was Patricia. <laughs> no, literally. I, yeah. Um, but he also gave me gum, bare uh, minimum, bars on the ground, like below the ground. Katie's Five like, star he drove Uber me home. Driver. He gave me gum. He yeah. Gave, he gave me water. Yeah, but the only downside is the firework picture. 
Oh, no, I wasn't going to say oh. that. That he lives in Maryland? Yeah, he lives oh, in yeah. Maryland. And, like, the one other thing. And the one other thing that I don't know if I should say. I don't want to say it either. Okay, fine, I'm going to say it. Because it's kind of, okay, this is something that we need to bring awareness to. Let's, like, set the stage of him before we okay, bring up the detail. before we bring up the detail. So he's, like, 6'4", and he's a firefighter slash EMT. Yes. And he's good looking. Like, he was buff. A firefighter is, like, the hottest job, I yeah. think. And he looked like a hot firefighter. He was, that is, like, the yeah. sexiest job He was bulging paper. out of his t-shirt. He was yeah. built. He was... Okay, and then after, when we, like, kind of parted ways with the friends... Yeah. We went on a full bar crawl of Baltimore. He took me to all of his favorite places, like, into the night. Oh, yeah. Me, Jillian, and her boyfriend went and, like, made a full-course meal... Taquitos. ...at 1.30 a.m. <laughs> Taquitos. And I went on a full romantic adventure. And Katie went on a bar crawl. I went on a full romantic bar crawl adventure into the night, and then we went back to his house. He has a house. Yes. Like, a home. He does have Not a house. an apartment, a literal home. Um, what was his interior design style? Honestly, great. He had lots of things on the walls, like not too much, but like things, things. on the walls. Didn't have navy blue sheets. We talked about had that. Had a yeah. headboard, like all the essentials. Yes. Okay. And was like pretty clean, like neat, like yeah. not. It wasn't insane. Um, okay, so he's but great. The one he's fatal hot. Fall. He's amazing. The one I'm mistake here. that was made that happened was I woke up the next morning and he goes, okay, don't freak out. And I was like, oh, I was thinking something completely different, but this is like, wait, what were you going to say? Um, his hairline. <gasps> you were <laughs> talking about his hairline? I was going to talk about the fact oh that he, that's why I said, I don't know if we should say it. Oh my God. Okay. He has a slight receding hairline. It's, don't they all at that age? <laughs> okay. I think you're being drama. He can I, wear a hat. Who cares? I personally didn't notice the receding hairline until Adam It's probably it from out. his fireman it hat. It was a big... Helmet. It was a big thing for me. But I prefaced by saying he is very attractive, bulging out of his Wait. t-shirt. I was very attracted to him. I made you go hook up with him. I was like, if yeah. he was gay, I would literally be climbing him like a tree. <laughs> so... Why did I not think that's where you're going? I was going to the fact that he gave me a hickey. Well, that's the other <laughs> yeah. thing, is he's 35 and gave Katie the biggest hickey of her life. Okay, no, it wasn't... Oh. You think that was the biggest one I've ever had? Katie's like, let me show you a thing or two. No, it wasn't even big, and it actually went away in a day. Like, only 24 hours, it was gone. Remember, you were morning. so worried you thought you would need to, like, do all this stuff. You were worried it's going to be on you for, like, a week and a half. I I was like, Adam, how long do hickeys last? Like, thinking thinking <laughs> you like, would know it. No, I was like, I was like, let me Google that. Like, I turned to look at him, and he goes, he was, like, shook. Like, he felt <laughs> so bad. He goes, okay, don't freak out but you might have a hickey on your neck and it might be in the middle of your neck. <laughs> he was like, might. Meanwhile, it's like legit a volcano. <laughs> I bring my phone out and I go, oh my God, I'm about to go on a boat with my family all day, like on a boat, in the water, swimming, like all that stuff all day today. Like this is not going to be great. And then we we tried to put cover up on it. Waterproof And it concealer. looked better. It looked better with concealer. And really. I was like, Katie, put your hair down. Like, yeah. swish around your face. You have short hair, so it'll be fine. It actually did cover it. The, the hair did cover it nicely. And then what's the first thing your mom says when you walk in the door? <sighs> okay. She told me this. Wait, what did she say again? I wrote it down. She goes, whoa, that's gnarly. Whoa, that's gnarly. <laughs> did, you just, did you just read no. that? <laughs> yeah, she, I my remembered. mom. But my mom... She, like, honestly thought it was hilarious. Like, I went in my room to get ready, like, put on a bathing suit and stuff, like, after I showered, and I heard her whispering to my dad. She thought she was being so stealthy, but, like, our walls are really thin, and she, like, told my dad. And my dad just, like, later on the boat that day after, like, a few beers, he was like, so I heard you uh, met a a guy last night. I'm like, yep. 
That was it. He didn't say a single other word. I'm like, thank God I didn't get roasted over this by my dad. But honestly, like, I was thinking back to the last time I had a hickey. Like, when's the last time you had a hickey? Like, yeah, I don't even right? Know. Like, oh my god, do you guys remember when I like went to that party and completely blacked out, and I came back and I had like 600 hickeys around my neck? When? Yeah. And I had a date with he yes. should not be named the next day, and I had to wear a turtleneck. And yeah, it was, but it was winter. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember the last time I had hickeys like on my neck. I feel like I college had was them, like, the last time. Yeah. On your boobs. Yeah. <laughs> Hot. <laughs> um, yeah. But, like that doesn't matter. Anyway, we still love him. Who do we love? Um, the who 35 love? year old. He's my home crush now. You know how everyone has a home crush? <laughs> Don't sing that song. Baby, who do you love? <laughs> the love of her life. So this is not the love of my life. <laughs> Adam literally sent me this song on Spotify and I was like, oh my God, why did you just send me I that? I go, I think you're going to love this song. And I, I was like, ha ha ha, very funny or something. And but he was like, it. what? And I was like, Wait, I don't get where you're going with this at all. LOL, Adam. Like the person who sings yeah. that song is my ex lover from high school. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and it's. And I, I said it to Colby like unironically, no, he was just like, literally. Dead serious. I he like, was like, this song came up on my Spotify, <laughs> and I think you'll like it. Yep. I didn't know that, or did I know that? You did it. I, it you it definitely like, did. Two months ago, I think. I have too much floating was, around in my head. A while ago. The months just blur together at the this point. The months just blur together. Blow, blow. They blow together. <laughs> all, all the love interests just blur together. They really do. Yeah, but I was thinking about it like 35, you know, that's like, we talked about this last week. We did, because I kicked us off on the 35-year-old train. a nice age. It's a great, like, they. Re- I mean, besides the hickey, which she was mortified about, but like, I do, I do, I don't feel bad. No. Wait, nobody asked you to feel bad. I, I almost <laughs> just said, about? no, I almost just said I feel bad. I'm like, oh. I did nothing wrong here. Yeah, but you didn't. No, it was no. fine. I'm on my grind of not feeling bad about anything that you do in a dating matters. scenario. Yeah, no, I think that um, as long as you are having fun and you are safe in a way that makes you feel safe, you're fine. Yeah, who it's cares? It's fine. We're Whatever. at Feral Girl Summer. Have a good time. Yes. Anyway, um, I'm done talking about that now. <laughs> it was a good, it was a good segment. Okay. It was. Colby. <laughs> I'm scared. I, Colby, I saw you raising your hand. Colby, I just told the pod about my hickey. I told the pod about how I hooked up with a married man. Colby really took Feral Girl Summer to an, a new new level. Like I, I'm scared. Colby's actually gonna have a heart attack. So to set the stage, I'm at the party that I forgot to bring my bottle of tequila to. So God only knows what would happen or would have happened had I remembered to bring that with me. I was at a house party with a bunch of people from my high school and I was in the corner of the kitchen with one of my friends and I was like, he looks so hot right now. And I was like, should I text him and tell him that? And so I did. I literally just texted him. You look really hot, like out of nowhere. I think our last texts were like a really long time ago. And I texted him that. And um, he should have said, who is this? Yeah, like literally. New phone, who does? And it took him a while to reply. And my friend and I kept being like, did he answer? And I was so drunk. I was like, I don't know. No. I, I was like so unbothered. I was like, whatever. And then I looked at my phone, or I saw him at one point pull his phone out, and then he texted me back, and he was like, 
let's go for a walk meet me outside in three minutes and he was like or we can go upstairs and I was like okay I'm getting my shoes because I had taken my shoes off because I got these new sandals and they had like a little block heel on it and I'm not even kidding every single person that came up to me was like oh my god you got so tall and I was like <laughs> I'm taking my shoes off this is so annoying um You're tall shaming but, you yeah literally we were like I literally felt like I was in high school. And we um, ended up in a in a garage. In a garage. <laughs> and it, then I got the ha- like garage? four FaceTime. What? Was it uh, the garage of the house that the party was in? At least? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> well, so like first we tried to go into like this one little door. Oh, so you guys were on a mission from the start of the walk. Like there was no like foreplay. It was like we're going. No, we were like in the driveway for a while. And then we okay. like went for a walk and then... I don't know. He the knew what first. was up. You might as well have just said, let's hook up. Yeah. With that text that you sent. Yeah. Yeah. And so then there was like, I don't even know. There was like a door and I was like, I'm not going in there. It was like the basement. Like, I, I <laughs> He's don't taking even, you down oh, to the so cellar. The, the garage was a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> was it like on a car or just like, it was like, <gasps> oh my God. On a car. Wow, wow, that's so hot. Oh yeah, my god. I don't even know. So I know my friends who lives there and I that's the part that's scaring me because like I didn't know that he had that car. Was it a nice car? It was like an old red convertible. Wow. wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's hot. That's hot. But like I knew he had like a Camaro as his like front oh my god this is like an incriminating it's not incriminating there's no proof is there a butt print that might be proof no no butt print okay you're good wow yeah i'm really proud of you that's such a fun story (laughs) yeah literally i got like seven facetimes because my friends were trying to leave and couldn't find me and they were nice enough to wait until i emerged and i walked in to my house and my mom had just gotten home from a party and she like made me raviolis and i was like this is so like uh, like, what a a night it's that's like a perfect night yeah that's like like, full circle have a sexy (laughs) moment on a red convertible and then your mom makes you ravioli at, at one in the morning wait did you tell jane no. <laughs> my mom would die. Meanwhile, the second I do something crazy, I text my mom. I know. You guys are crazy. <laughs> if I told my mom that, she would, like, actually, like, I, I she probably wouldn't care. But After <laughs> Married Man, I literally texted my mom immediately after Married Man. And I was like, Mom, I hooked up with a married man. And she, and goes, she goes, did you know he was married? No, she goes, did you know he was married? More importantly, did he know he was married? <laughs> <laughs> She's honestly low-key hilarious. She yeah, is my, so funny. My mom needs to be a guest on the pod. I think she'd be so funny. Oh, we yeah. would love she to is have so her. funny. We would love nothing more than to Adore. have her. Oh, she is the best. Wow, what a what a nice recap. I'm glad had. that we're all embodying Feral Girl Summer because I was complaining that you guys weren't being feral enough. And left. then look at us. And then now you guys have really stepped up to the plate. We said challenge well, accepted. Fourth of July yes. is like the real start to summer. It, I completely I agree. Like, and yeah. I think we're going to be absolutely lunatics in the hamptons yeah so. i'm excited for that if you see us in montauk no you didn't <laughs> no you didn't i'm or ready maybe to like you be did. crazy or maybe you didn't we bought you tequila shots who knows i hope not because i think they're like 28 dollars at surfage or we'll get some guy to buy you and us yes that's the goal yes or some girl you know we don't discriminate we don't discriminate no. yeah it can be anybody pick yeah. your poison katie and i were the girl in the gay buying shots we, in baltimore on saturday i mean but we were also visiting 
I feel like... Yeah. Well, maybe we shouldn't have bought yeah, them. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, actually. But I don't know. Jillian was a lovely host. I was like, I'm going to make this party fun. Well, this bar fun. She is so like that. It's a very good treat. Yeah. yeah. She made the cutest little board of fruits and... Um, oh, her little American flag cheese made, board? Yeah, it was really... She Aww. Fruits is, and yogurt pretzels. Yeah. And then she made guac. Yeah. And then we had cocktails. It we was a very cute pregame. So many cocktails. And I will honestly say... I was like fading out because we got stuck at the pregame for three hours because it was monsooning outside and we couldn't go anywhere. And there was like lightning striking buildings and the crane on the building Jeez. next to us swinging around. It was like actually a crazy scene. I was like, yeah. we're going to be stuck It was forever. apocalyptic. And then eventually we made it to the bar. And I will say it was probably one of the most fun nights I've had in Maryland that we've been out. Yeah, I, I will say. Like it was just like a dancey bar. They were playing amazing music. And when we first walked in, they were playing, it was like a live band and they were playing like super white people music. And I was like, I hate it here. Like this cannot be less my vibe. But then we started walking up the stairs and then each floor had the different vibe. If you remember. I liked that place. I'd yeah. go back. And the top floor was like EDM remixes and a DJ. And I was like, oh my God, this is my dream come true. We were, we were in Fells Point, right? I, I think so. I don't know anything about it. That's what Jillian said. It was called Admiral's Cup is the bar we went oh, to. Oh, I couldn't even tell you. I'd have to look at my bank statement. I oh, looked at my bank statement. Don't do it that. wasn't great. Admiral's <laughs> no. Cup robbed me. I'm not looking at my Amex bill for another week. I've decided. Just I'm, don't look at it this month. I'm giving myself peace. Yeah. yeah. That's probably smart. Okay. I found peace in your violence. And not looking at my Amex statement. Can't show. Yeah. All right, girls. We're going to do advice segment. Okay. So this one is saying... I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'm just going to kind of paraphrase a little bit. This person basically, she's a girl. She just realized that she has feelings for her best friend that are more than platonic. And she doesn't want to like address those feelings per se, because she doesn't want to ruin friend group dynamics and things like that. But basically the friend is openly gay, but she's not. So there's no question of like, if the other person is gay or not, it's like, she just has feelings for a person that's gay, but she is straight quote for her girl girlfriend yeah okay. exactly but they're in like a friend group together she said she can't talk to her friends about it she can't talk to her family about it because she's not out so has she talked to her friend about it that is gay no well she said she claims that the best friend knows that she's gay so there isn't a like not knowing if each other's gay problem I think it's more of like a, she has feelings for this person who's gay. They both know each other's gay. Like, what should she do in this situation? Oh, my gosh. That's hard. Yeah. Maybe her friend is, like, trying to respect her coming out journey and doesn't want to, like, overstep, maybe. So maybe she should try and make the first move. I, I think that she should be the one to make the first move with this person. Or, like, at I'm least, like, talk to, to them about it and just say, like... Hey, like, I know we're, like, super close friends. I know that you're openly gay. I'm not, per se, like, openly gay, but I know you know I'm gay. Like, this is kind of how I feel about you. Or maybe even just get drunk one night and make a move. That's what I would do, to be honest. Yeah, honest. I mean, yeah, or just spend a lot more time together in those settings where you can, like, slowly ease into it. Maybe not, like, go and make out with her, but just, like, you know, touch the hand, like, little things here and there and gauge how it goes before you, like, go on full make-out mode, you know? Yeah. Like, just, like, little brushes here and there, little flirty texts or things. And, like, if it does, if they don't reciprocate, then... Front group dynamics are really tough, though. Yeah. Like, I understand the, like, just fear of then but what if it doesn't work out yeah because then it'll be awkward and if the other person doesn't feel the same then obviously it could potentially ruin their friendship 
Yeah. So it is like... I feel like starting with the conversation then might be the better route, but I feel like more so if it does work out and then you're in a relationship and if that somehow goes south, it's more so where my mind goes. This person that isn't out, have they gone on dates though with other people? Like that's what I want to know. She didn't specify. I think she's more just like, I don't want to have the feeling of a what if, if I don't express my feelings to my best friend who's gay. That I have feelings for them. I, uh, I think that she, I mean, this is just my personal opinion and like what I would do probably in this situation. I think she should just get drunk with her friend <laughs> and then make like subtle moves because you can always like. That's what I just said. Oh, it subtle is? moves. Yeah. Not okay, just go yeah. for the full make out, but like yeah. subtle little touchy feely. Yeah, but I, I don't think she should have like, I don't think she should bring it up because I think that's where you could potentially make it awkward. I think at least if you're drunk or like in an s- environment where you can make little subtle moves like that, like at yeah. least you can apologize or for may- it after yeah. if you're drunk. Or maybe she'll bring it up then and be like, what's yeah. going on? Yeah, exactly. That's and then tough, it gives, opens the door. Well, yeah, but I'd also like, I mean, they didn't specify, but I would oh also God. just explore. Is that a pimple There's patch? There's a pimple patch attached to my leg. Sorry. <laughs> Katie. It's a little bit of a mess. How do you know you didn't bring that with you from home? I don't think I use those. Well, okay. Oh, really? You know I what? You did. I'm trying to make this no, house a home. <laughs> I need. I need pimple patches. My skin has been so bad recently. I don't know what's going My on. My chin's. We gotta make good. this house Actually, a home, I honey. Do I'm like, I forgot to pick my birth control up before I went home. And so now my body is like spazzing out because I <laughs> was supposed to start taking it the other day. And I, I know that feeling. Done. I know that feeling. Well, our hearts go out to you. I think good luck. I think the, I don't know. I think you don't want to have the what if situation. I agree. So like I would, if I were you, try to make a subtle move and see how it goes, see how they reciprocate because obviously the other person is going to reciprocate however they feel about you as well. If they don't come on to you, then clearly like they might think it's just like, they might just want to be well, friends. Well, you could yeah. also say... <laughs> Like, if they don't reciprocate, I feel like they will, they're still your best friend. Like, the, I think they'll understand and it won't ruin the whole thing. Yeah. Like, I think that, like, you, they even, they might even, like, just help you on your journey of, yeah, of coming out. And especially, and, yeah, of course, it, like, they've been yeah. there. Yeah. And it, I feel like you kind of told us what you want to do. So I feel like you should do what you want to do, like, what feels right with this person and, like, yeah, just handle the fallout how, as it is, like, because then you'll know that you had the courage and like the bravery to try. I'm on the no regrets train. I said do it. No regrets. No regrets. No regrets. <laughs> Report back. Let us know how it goes. Yeah, right. We're here for Keep you. Keep us posted. This one is thoughts on hooking up with coworkers. I'm interning at a company and this 30 year old that's friends with my manager is so hot and into me. Do I go for him or one of the intern? Yeah. Can I speak? Do I go for him or one of the intern? <laughs> <laughs> Am I okay? <laughs> one of the interns? Take, oh take three. <laughs> interns. One of the just. interns. Or just avoid. Only there for the summer, but I really do like the company. Go for it. You're only there for the summer? Yeah. What I mean, do you have to well, lose? Okay, but if she wants to work there after. I think... Wait, wait, go back. It's a friend of her manager's? So it's not her manager? It's not her manager. It's does, a friend of the manager who works the company. The, did they say that? Yeah. Yeah. Co- okay, oh, oh, okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was just like the I would the say manager. go for it. That happens way more often than you think that it does. People just keep it super low key. Right. Yeah. Like I wouldn't advertise it. I would be careful about it. Like don't tell anybody because like I accidentally hooked up with one of my clients when I worked at Bloomberg. Accidentally. It was an accident. I was blacked out. I went on a date (laughs) with a client also. She 
is here for the summer, meaning she's interning. Yes. He is 30 years old. Yes. You know he's going to want to keep it on the DL. 100% because like, that would make him HR look so violation. bad. Like, well, not yeah. even that, but he probably doesn't want the stigma of like, I hooked up with an intern. Not to say anything's yeah. wrong with that, but I feel like you could go about this and make a DL and it's you're just having fun for the summer, you know? I honestly, yeah, I completely agree. I, yeah. I see nothing wrong, but also I haven't been in a corporate environment with um, people that are dateable, really. In my opinion, I think it makes it awkward. Like when there's like weird vibes with coworkers. Like I used to see this client every day and I was like, oh, oh my shoot. God, kill Maybe me. Maybe keep the flirtation going like for a little longer, like keep flirty, flirty, yeah, towards flirty. towards the end of the summer. And then towards the end of the summer, go, go in for the Let kill. it rip. Yeah. My opinion is like, also, I think it should just be a hookup vibe. Like I don't think you should do more than a cup or like make it no or dates. Get, catch feelings, no, no dates. dates, no catching feelings. Yeah. Like get drunk at a work happy hour and go home with them and like have fun. And that literally happens all the time. hundred percent all the time. Be like, Oh, blame it on the a- 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 alcohol. alcohol. Blame it on the a- yeah. a- 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 alcohol. Is that how that goes? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Something just happened. A little <laughs> Something just came over r- you. Pretty r- 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 mix. I know I'm having so okay. much fun singing. Guys, today. a fun fact I must share. The intro music to our podcast is called love drunk. Wow. Oh, really? Which is kind of like sums up the pod. Yeah. <laughs> we are love drunk at all times. Yeah, we are. Interesting. Okay. We can do one more. Maybe? Yeah. yeah. Let's do one more. Okay. We actually got like a ton of people who bumped their thing, but we'll just do one more. Um, okay. Pot advice. Seeing a guy for three months, have met each other's friends. He constantly plans things for a month or so in advance and met his closest family friends last weekend. Still haven't defined the relationship besides stating that we're not sleeping with anyone else. Okay. So they're exclusive. Kind of okay with it, but also feel like I should bring it up. I just want to call him my boyfriend instead of the guy I'm seeing. Ooh. So they haven't defined the relationship, but they're exclusive. Met each other's friends. I don't understand that. I really don't. What? The defining? I know that people like get stuck in this spot all the time, but I truly do not understand it. What do you mean? Like, like how, how do you not just like jump to being like, you're my boyfriend or yeah. Like what's, I mean, you're not hooking up with anybody else. What does it matter if you call them your girlfriend i know someone recently so a friend of mine recently was dealing with this was like talking to this guy for like three months has been and they they decided they were exclusive like a month in and she kind of expressed the same thing she's like i'm just kind of waiting around like i don't know but she also shared with me that this is like he's never had a girlfriend before yeah so like He's listening to all of his friends probably be like, make sure you make the right choice because breakups are the the worst and right. like afraid to. Also, she had expressed like early on in the talking that her last relationship was like a messier breakup. So maybe he was nervous in that way. There's like other yeah. factors. Like I understand but it's like there it. aren't any less strings attached when you're exclusive. Like you're still going to be sad and like yeah. hurt. Like, yeah, I think I mean, it, feel the same loss. In the guy's eyes, technically, like, he could just not be thinking about it. Like, in his head, like, right. guys are stupid. Like, he could just be like, <laughs> we're dating. Guys yeah. are stupid. I feel like a lot of times every you get stuck in that pattern and then you're just waiting along for them to, like, introduce you to somebody as their girlfriend. Right. Well, I feel like he might be nervous. And want it, he. This guy sounds like a planner. He's planning dates a month in advance. Like, yeah. he wants to make it a, a good moment, doesn't want to fuck it up, wants it to be like the, you know, um, maybe that's, I'm just saying maybe that's what he's thinking. Like yeah. He wants it to be the right moment. But I mean, if you're, if this is like driving you insane, I don't see anything. I've know people have said like, you shouldn't have to like have the DTR conversation and like ask, what are we? 
But I don't see anything wrong with it. I don't I don't think you should phrase it like, what are we? Yeah. But I would be like, so are you my boyfriend or not? Yeah. yeah be cute or about the it. next time you're in a room with people, just be like, oh, have you met my boyfriend, Tyler? Or and whoever. see how he reacts. Yeah. Gauge the reaction. I mean, I would literally just say to this guy, so like, we're exclusive. We've been seeing each other for X months. Are you my boyfriend or not? Yeah, like, look, it's it's definitely not worth the stress. Like, you guys have been together for three months. This guy plans stuff way in advance. You've met all of each other's friends. Yeah. Like, you're exclusive. Like, it, honestly, all signs up, who cares? point to yeah. your dating. So, so if like, it's really bothering you, yeah. what do you have to lose? Exactly. I If he's something, like, he acts differently after that, like, that tells you maybe something's going on. Yeah, and but I think that's a clear it. red flag. He's type, not worth yeah. it anyway. Like, I don't, there's so many freaking rules now. All these steps, like, come on. Come on. Luckily, we're not susceptible to the rules yet. No. no. We're in Feral well, Girl Summer. I don't think we follow rules. <laughs> yeah. I don't think so either. Especially given Colby's recent escapades. We're chaotic. We're chaotic. Chaos. We are chaos. Aw. Well. What? No. I'm just saying aw. <laughs> I thought you saw something in your phone. No, Cute. I'm just saying aw. I love us. I love us too. I love us. Wait, didn't somebody recently say, isn't it ironic that you guys have a podcast that you talk a lot about dating on, but all three of you have never been in a relationship? I don't remember if someone I feel said like that. that happened like last weekend. You know, we're just yeah, dating we, is a process. We're courageous to, to talk about I all think the my answer to, I think I was annoyed when somebody asked me that. I was yeah. like, I was like, what do you mean? Like people, find, this is, point. this is a relatable, if we were just in a relationship, we wouldn't have any interesting stories to tell or any interesting perspective. Well, we, yeah. I, I like some podcasts where the people like are in relationships and talk about how they got there. Yeah. But I think that we offer a unique perspective of like, this is our journey. Come yeah. along. And we're on a fucking journey. Yeah, so. we really it's a journey. Are. I can't wait. Like the end we're of the summer. The end of the summer to reflect. We should do a big episode at no, the end should. of the summer. And reflect. We should just reflect on all of our summer stories. <laughs> the summer of realizing things. I'll pull up like, upon us. Yeah. Old <laughs> clips from like old episodes and be like, look how, look what we thought. <laughs> Look how far we've come. <laughs> anyway, let's stop jinxing it. We're going to evolve. Yeah. Let's stop jinxing it. Okay. All right, guys. It's been fun. Until next week. Bye. Love ya. See ya. Bye. Bye.